when the storms of life are raging, stand by me. Stand by me. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. Stand by me. Hello, everybody. My name is Drew Marshall. As many of you know, I've just gone on a pilgrimage. I walked a very spiritual trail over in Spain, and my soul has been touched and healed, and I feel much better about myself and and my life, and uh, I'm looking forward to sharing everything I can with you, because I'm changed. Just kidding. I'm still the same jerk I was. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Drew Marshall Show. We are streaming live at drewmarshall.ca, and we're back. We're excited to be back. I know Tim is. Short falls and little sins. Close calls when no one wins. Stand tall but running thin. I'm wearing thin. drewmarshall.ca on myjoyradio app in iTunes or Google Play and across the GTA AM 1250 Joy Radio. Today's show is brought to you by Higher Ground Cafe in beautiful Bell Fountain, Rose Theatre Brampton, Food for Life and their Ezekiel 49 Bread, Harper Collins Books, Storyboard Web Design, and Camps Minioe, Pioneer, Fair Havens, and Quasund. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Elise, the intern, with her yeah, first on-air baby. debut. Well done, Elise. You only screwed up three times. That was so good. Well done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was really good. Camp Quasand is the last Quasand, one. That's it. But it's all, you know, the camps we've all had to grow up with or yep. have the, um, what, wait, what are the, what's the politically correct term again? What Aboriginal names? Aboriginal, in, You yes, can't say yes, Indian yes. names. So what? No, are, it's like First Nation Aboriginal. First Nation? Yep. yep. First Aboriginal? How about that? Yes. First Nations of Aboriginals. Okay. I went to Camp Big Canoe. Did you? That's my friend. And Rich Daka, that was another one. Did you go to any uh, weird uh, native-sounding no, camps? No, I just remember going to uh, that camp. We're all familiar Ooh, wait, with. is native a bad? I can't say that either. I don't know. Okay. Um, but they had Indian Island. Oh, that's right. Remember? Indian Island. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Can't call that uh, no, anymore. No. 
Folks, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is a bit strange for Tim the Tool and I to be back. Uh, Tim, this is his first show in six months. This is my first show in five months. Uh, the show did go on. We had 21 pre-recorded shows. Uh, I don't know how they found that many best of interviews. It wasn't that many, was there? Well, you know, t- 21 great shows. 14 seasons. Yep. Anyway, um, it's good to be back, as yes. they say. Uh, we shared uh, this with our interns uh, earlier in the we were in the coffee shop before uh, last week on Friday Tim sends me a text <laughs> and he says one more sleep I'm so excited one more sleep Christmas except it was one more week you yeah. meathead yeah well you know what I just missed you my honey are you sad my beard is gone. I am. I was hoping that we'd get a nice little, you know, twin shot today, but I guess not. That's all right. Well, we can put the tops of our heads together. Yes, we could. <laughs> That'd be the Make twin a... shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and I was hoping we'd get Ken Whiteley in so we could have... Yes. Because I had a Ken Whiteley beard. You did. And it was nice and white and fuffy and all that kind of stuff. It was great. It was four and a half inches long. And we, we gave each other a hug at one point when we... And we and got we, tangled. We got tangled, yeah. <laughs> it was like Velcro. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our wives had to help us apart. Yeah, yeah. We, put, we put our tongue in the freezing uh, dumpster, the which I did when I was... Did you do that? On the green dumpster. Did someone triple dog dare you? Yes. What's that from again? Uh, Christmas uh, Story. Christmas Story, yeah. We triple dog dare you. It must be good. It says fragile. <laughs> Fragile. <laughs> That's a great line. Awesome movie. We have so many inside jokes. Uh, the kids in the room don't get any of them because yes, they're too young. They're they're youngins. Well, Tim, how was your five months? My five months was wonderful. I got to sleep in on Saturdays. Um, I didn't have to. Well, how can you still sleep in at your age? Don't you have to get up and pee? Oh yeah, but it doesn't mean I don't sleep in. Ooh. I don't want to know anymore. No, no, no. No (laughs) catheters are involved. Um, (laughs) No, like, you know, sleeping in is, you know, you get to sleep in, you know, later. I'm usually up at like, you know, 530 every morning during the week. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not, man. I'm into work early, so I don't have to bring home work with me. Wow. So, uh, So wait, are you like a teenager teacher? No. You've got to be one of the first teachers to arrive. I'm usually the first teacher Why are you louder than me? I, that not. was my humble uh, I'm not, impersonation. I, I'm not. I don't want you to be louder than me. Uh, I'm never louder than you. I always, like, I'm not even, I'm barely touching the yellow and, like, you're peeking. So, it, you know, there you go. <laughs> Jeepers creepers. Get your ears checked. <laughs> Camino Trail. Killed you, but get, get your ears back. Um, yeah, so I'm up early. I'm usually the first one there. I just, I don't like bringing my work home with me. I like to try and keep my work and my uh, life separated. You're so. not supposed to bring your work home. As a matter of fact, teachers aren't even allowed to be on the same Facebook page as the kids. So bringing a kid home is totally yeah. inappropriate. Yeah, exactly. Unless they're my own kids. Oh. I mean, I bring my kids to... Uh, is that true, by the way? You can't be Facebook associating with kids? It's you, you, you can. You can do whatever you want. It's just it's a stupid thing to do. Right. But is um, there like a rule? It's just it's just like an unwritten rule. Like, you know, doctors aren't supposed to operate on their own family. Right. They can, but, you know, you don't. It's just sort of a, a, non, a known thing. They did it on MASH. They did, yes. But that was MASH. Okay. Well, listen, folks, I want to give you the rundown of what's happening on the show today. And uh, I'm going to start off by telling you two things we're not going to talk about today. We're not going to talk about dead celebrities. Yeah. Because I know Tim really wants to talk about that. Well, so far, we haven't had a lot of big ones, at least so far in the year. Remember I said we're not going to talk about it? But I didn't say any names. (laughs) And you brought it up. There was a point where I was, when I Googled news, when I got back and I was back online again from being away, the first thing I would, as I hit a HuffPost or the the Google News thing or whatever, I would expect to see who's dead now. Yeah, yeah. The second thing we're not going to talk about 
is Donald Trump. Good, because I'm allowed to use stuff. those words on air. Okay. Yeah, it's I. I've just been tuning in again just so I can get slowly brought up to speed because yes. I, I am a guy who's on air every week and I need to have some clues to what's going on. Yep. But I am just tired of it. Yeah. That is media saturation to its finest. Okay, here's the rundown of the show. At 1.30, folks, Tim and I have been waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> to have a little fun again. And we're going to start with some useless television trivia. Yes. And it's our favorite it's a crowd favorite. Uh, the callers, the listeners, that means you. You like it because you call in on that segment all the time. We could talk about, you know, whether you think abortion is right or wrong. And we have, you know, two, no one will two, call two, two or three calls. Yeah. Do we do useless television trivia and the phones light yes. up? It's incredible. So we love you for that. And uh, it's also a little uh, time for me to talk to you guys again because it's nice to know that there's actually people listening once in a while. So that's at 1.30, folks. 1.30. 2 o'clock. Uh, we are going to talk to some pilgrims that I came across. Now, when I say pilgrims, what do you think, Tim? I think of the um, the mass genocide uh, brought on by um, the Westerners when they arrived on the shores of, of North America. Why do you always go dark? <laughs> why? Do, why? Why? Because I'm not allowed to talk about other things. So, <laughs> what, no, obviously, why don't you, you ask me what I think. You, you think of Plymouth Rock and you know the buckle on the I on do. The hat, I th- so no, the, for sure. Didn't they have buckles in the shoe? Was and a buckle on that? Why Probably so, both. Why so many buckles? Just because they well, have they to gotta have buckles. Keep, gotta Jerry? keep things together. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna do a pilgrims party line at two o'clock with uh, a couple of pilgrims that I met along the Camino. Uh, one lady is from Israel and one gentleman is a German. So I thought that would be interesting to have both of them on at the same time. You call me Taggy. And then we will also have a gentleman joining us in studio i'm giving everybody the look because we have someone coming into studio uh who helped me prepare for my pilgrimage right. and he's from the uk originally but he nice lives. and then at 245 so those are the old people by the way okay i hope they don't hear that but that's the old people because there's different conversations out in the community yes. then there's the kids the young'uns and we've got a gal from um, switzerland we've got a young guy from ireland and a young gal from spain nice. who will be joining us and they'll all speak, be speaking English, though, They will right? all be speaking good. English. That's good. Yeah, that could be an interesting call. Yes. I could translate. Well, one, the, the guy from Ireland, Paul, he can speak Gaelic, like proper Gaelic. Really? Yeah, you'd like that. Oh, maybe we'll get him to like put some cuss words, and then mm. we'll just pretend really? not to be. That's how we're starting? Yeah. Okay, how about French New leaf, words? Tim. New leaf. Okay, sorry. Let me flip it over. There we go. Oh, that's New right. leaf. Oh, sorry. You didn't walk the Camino. <laughs> should have. I'm not changed. But um, don't you remember as a kid, the first thing you do when you found out someone spoke a different language is yeah, swear learning word. their swear words. Yeah. <laughs> but that's inappropriate, Tim. Completely. <laughs> Can you stop banging the table? Do you remember? Your arms. Can you not hear it in your ears? No, I can't. Can you not hear your arms in your ears? <laughs> <laughs> I can't lick my elbow. <laughs> Esther Fleece will join us at 2.30. She's the author of No More Faking Fine, Ending the Pretending. You go, girl. Uh, from a young age, Esther learned to suck it up and hold it together while the world around her was falling apart. A victim of childhood trauma and abuse, she ignored her hurting heart and channeled her energies to extreme hustle, performance, achievement, right? She became uh, one of Christianity Today's top 50 women shaping the church culture. Wow. CNN's uh, five women in religion to watch. Like, she's a, she's a goer. Probably a little A-type, I'm thinking. Don't you know? Could be, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, she's from Newfoundland. All of a sudden, she's a hoser. Uh, we got on the phone, Esther Fleece, eh? Yeah, great, eh? So uh, <laughs> tell me about your uh, week and community trail. It's good. I want to know if that's her stage name. 
Who? You can't ha- you can't be a Christian author with the name Esther Fleece and not have the guy ask you, "Is that your real name?" Yeah, I guess. Esther uh, Fleece? Well, maybe she's got a son named Gideon. <laughs> You're a meathead. <laughs> and then normally we start Wait, can you do your old man laugh again? <laughs> Thank you. Normally, we start off the show at 1 o'clock with our recording artist, our, our live on the Drew Marshall Show segment. But because we're starting off this week with silliness and banter and Tim and I just getting the bugs out of the system. Yes. Because we didn't want to start off with all the equipment working at the yes. start of the show. We thought we'd move our recording artist to the end of the show, and uh, then we get to uh, uh, hang out with her afterwards. And Amber that? McLean. I thought it was Ombre. Oh, yes, that's right. Ombre McLean. <laughs> Ombre McLean. Thanks to, she's newly named by our yeah! intern, Elise, Elise the intern. Color of her hair and the country western attitude. Uh, Amber has been on the show a couple times. She is a great gal, but she's also got a fascinating story we're going to ask her about. Mm-hmm. Uh, she grew up in a cult. Did you know that? I think I might have. So or maybe she's one of those ones that didn't want to talk about it before. I can't remember. There's something vaguely familiar about that. Right. Anyway. That's I don't pay attention when we're on air. So. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. That that is our our show. This is the theme of our show. What is it? What is that from? Oh, Tiny, Tiny Talent Time. Yeah. It's back again, eh? Are you kidding me? On CHCH at Hamilton. Really? Yeah. I was watching the other day. It's just like, uh, Where, what kind of talent are they going to find in Hamilton with the kids? Like axe throwers and. <laughs> well, <laughs> watch all our make, listeners in yeah. Hamilton just dropped off. Watch me make some steel. <laughs> steel. <laughs> Welding. Yeah. Six-year-old welder. No, actually, it's pretty amazing. Like, some of the kids are incredibly talented. Oh, wait, talented. you live in Hamilton, don't you? No. No. You, oh, no, Burling. Never mind. <laughs> she went to school in Hamilton. Oh, is that it? Oh, but yeah, the, the private boarding was a school private in school. <laughs> They had custom-made steel. <laughs> Hello, my name is Elise. <laughs> All right, next week on our show, uh, I'm actually, because I know I probably need to share more about this Camino adventure that I did. So I'll let you ask a few questions if you don't mind, but me but I will. Or you I, you, to the, you will oh, ask me. me. Yeah. Okay. But I will. Um, I will actually have a professional interviewer in the on the show next week. Okay. Laura Dewar Laurie will interview oh, me next nice. week. So just thought I'd share that with Laura you. Dewar. World Vision. Oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Okay yeah. Roundtable. No no it just the Laurie the Laurie part at the end. I only knew her as the first two names. Okay. Um, what do you want to know? Am I asking these questions? I thought it was next week. No, she's going to ask next week, and you're going to ask now. Oh, all right. How far did you walk? <laughs> like, did you have it's a like pl- Cheech and Chong. Yeah. Hey, man, who cut your yeah. hair? <laughs> Best hair, man. <laughs> I ended up walking over 1,000. So from from St. Jean-Pied-de-Port to Santiago de Compostela. Ooh, see the little inflections mm, I'm putting on there? Look at you. You're fancy now. Thank you. Must I went to a boarding school in Hamilton. You had along hill. the way. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Okay. What was I saying? Oh, it's like uh, almost 800 kilometers, but then um, I continued walking to the coast, but I didn't just walk to Finisterre, which is the end of the world, as the Romans called it, because they ran out of land chasing the sun. I went up the coast to Muschia, and then I walked down the coast. But also along the way, I I had made a detour and went to two monasteries, Yuso and Suso. And and I know, one, (laughs) one means, I think... Little and one means bigger, one means near, and one means far. I don't know. It's like a Sesame Street thing we're doing here. <laughs> near, but far. far. But interesting because you know in near? America, far in America they do have their their language is Spanish, Sorry. right? So that would make perfect sense. They would know. Maybe all our Spanish American. Can listeners. we go back to my uh, yes, a thousand kilometers near, far, big, small. So I took a detour and went to this monastery that was built in the sixth century. Oh wow! UNESCO heritage, so cool. 
Right. Ended up uh, spreading the hammock out in the trees and writing there. Oh, nice. So cool. So cool. Is that the place you ran into the monks that loved um, Paul's book? No, that was on an island off the coast of the Western Sahara. Okay. Now tell that us about that. Oh, because that's more exciting than the Camino? Well, you get to give yourself a shout-out at the end, remember? Because that's how you introduce Oh, your, that's right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Oh, now now I want to do it. Yeah, exactly. See? <laughs> <laughs> I went to this monastery at the end because, by the way, when you finish the Camino, it is not a good move to just, you know, walk 800 kilometers and have this tremendous experience and then go show up at the office the next day. No, that'd be crazy. So it was a great time to kind of, you know, debrief and continue writing and and just try to figure out what just happened. Because again, this this pilgrimage, let me just back up before I talk about the island. For those of you that are unaware, uh, it's called the Camino de Santiago, which means the Camino is the way, okay. and Santiago is St. James, so the way of St. James. Right. And basically, they took the body of St. James, apparently, on this long trail from you know Jerusalem, and ended up at this area where they built this big monastery called Santiago de Compostela, right? That, okay. That's yep. the name of the town or whatever. So apparently that's where his bones are. Whether that's true or not, I don't know and I don't care. No. Um, but it, it, just walking on the same path that millions have walked on for over a thousand years is, is a trippy experience. Very trippy. So many sunrises, so many sunsets, so many amazing people with incredible stories. And some of who we'll meet today, right? Some of who we'll talk to today. And throughout the next uh, month or so, we'll have various people on the show, including a German guy who is walking um, because uh, he's got uh, his Lou Gehrig's is, is starting to take him down. And he wanted to walk the Camino before it's done, before that yeah. kind of thing happened. Right. So very fascinating guy. Anyway, um, but I did the whole thing in a vow of silence. So my daughter dropped me off at the airport on September 25th and I walked through customs, started off not talking. Right. Get to the customs officer. And, and she's a she, I think. There you go. <laughs> and she looks at me and says, uh, where are you going? And this is what I do to communicate to people I'm not talking. I make a puppet motion with my right hand, shake my head no, and point to my mouth. Nice. Can you interpret that any other way? Um, unless you are a puppeteer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being held hostage. So, she, so yeah, please take <laughs> this man down. Um, so she knew I didn't talk. And then she said, where are you going? I wrote uh, France, Spain. How long will you be gone for? 85 days. And she went, pop, popped her head up, kind of went, really? 85 days? What's all, what are you doing? What's going on? I started writing. I was Camino de Sant, and I didn't even finish. She says, you're walking the Camino? Oh, I've always wanted to do that. Stamp, stamp, go. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and you say there's no God. Because <laughs> the customs officer wanted to walk the Camino? Yes. So there's a God? Yes. St. James Bones can be in the Camino of Santiago. Then <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? It was the Camino of Santiago. Um, okay, so that was your start, and your finish was this the place finish was where you ran sun, into yep. those monks. So I'm on. I'm at this monastery. Yep. No internet, no communication with anybody because they didn't speak English, and yeah. I wasn't speaking. Yes. So oh. it was a very quiet experience. It was a prison of peace. Did you find your hand could translate fairly my, well? <laughs> my hand did a lot of. <laughs> um, and and uh, there was this young monk. I've got a picture of him on our Facebook page. Go to the Drew Marshall Show fake Facebook page. You'll see me standing there with this really, really, really short monk. I was typing it by this point on my iPhone, right? So I didn't have data or Wi-Fi, but I'm typing. I've got 85 days of conversations. Well, my side of the conversations. Yeah. I say, show me your library. And then I'm in this library. I say, show me the oldest book you have. Because they've got some amazing books in this yeah. monastery. Shows me the oldest book. He puts it down on the desk. And underneath the book, 
I could see a cover of another book that I recognize. And I pull it out, and it says, La Cabana. <laughs> La Cabana. The Cabana Boy? Yes. The Shack. Oh, nice. And so I said to the guy, what is with this? This book, how, how do you have this here? This is not... I didn't quite word it this way through typing when he didn't understand Spanish so and, or English. Google and, Translate and yeah, all that Yeah, and that, that, didn't, that doesn't work exactly the way it's right. supposed to work either. Basically, my point was, really, you guys are reading The Shack here? You're all Catholic-y. You're all incense-y. You're all religion. And The Shack is not really like that or whatever. How does this uh, correlate with what you guys do? And he basically said to me, no, this is exactly what we're all about. Right. That's I was cool. blown away. Yeah. So I said, maybe it's just because you're the young guy. Hey, you're the young punk. You like the shack. You're a rebel. Yeah. He said, all the monks there dig it. They, really? All of them. So I took a picture of him holding the, the book, and I sent it to the author, Paul Young. And I told Paul the story, and he was thrilled. He was thrilled. Now, what, what was the cool thing that you did? That's when you dropped the mic, remember? You opened it up, tell him the truth. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's about me. I said, uh, open up the book. I opened up the book, and I pointed to, to my endorsement to my name inside yes. the book, and he was thrilled. That's cool. <laughs> um, the Shack is coming out in March. Yes, I've seen the previews and it looks pretty good. Looks quite good. Uh, starring Octavia Spencer, who starred in The Help. Um, Sam Watterson, who uh, is Hacksaw Ridge. He played uh, Avatar, the guy Avatar in the wheelchair. And Avatar, Avatar. Yep. Avatar. He plays the main character. So here's a cool story. Uh, I'll probably share this again and again because I'm kind of low on stories uh, from no, this, this no, part you don't, of the world. You're not low of stories. You just got a, too many stories right now. That's the problem. I tell Paul about this 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 monk, and I start talking about the you know the shack filming and that sort of thing. And he says, uh, "I want to hear a story." He says he knows these people, and their friends are a couple whose fourteen year old daughter hung herself, Ooh. and they're gutted. They're just beside, like they, you know, as yeah. you can imagine. <laughs> but somehow the book, the shack, impacted them majorly, majorly. Right, and so. His buddy says, would you mind, and by the way, they live in British Columbia, next time you're on set where they're filming, would you mind if they came in on set and just visited or whatever? Could you check that out? So Paul checked it out. Yeah, no worries. The producer knew, the director knew, and it's like, yeah, totally. Let's have him here. This is awesome. So they're all on set, and they've got them in the director's chairs. Oh, cool. And they're watching the monitors of whatever they're filming. And whatever they're filming, I can't remember. I'll let Paul tell a story when he comes on, but whatever scene they were filming, was the perfect scene for this mm. couple to have seen, and they start sobbing, and then the crew starts sobbing, <laughs> and the director and the you know everybody is just wrecked from this one amazing moment. Right. And he said there were many moments like that on set. Very cool. See, the lady at the uh, customs, crying people on movie sets. There's a theme here. My <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're a weirdo. Um, is, I'm not sure if Lara's going to be asking these questions. Is uh, What was the hardest part? I'm not going to ask for the hardest moment, the most difficult moment, because I'm sure you can comment about that. What was the hardest part for you? Was it physical? Was it mental? Hmm, good question. Or maybe you can do descriptions for both. Was there emotional times that were tough? Oh, dude. Is, the hardest part would be the fact that I... I think I grew female parts. I cried so much. No, that's sexist. I shouldn't say that, right? Not with Elise here. No, she'd kick when my she's butt. gone. Okay. No, I sobbed like a schoolgirl. Oh, was that bad? I can't say that either. Just say you sobbed like a Dutchman. <laughs> we gotta bring Jay in on this. We're picking on Elise the whole time. We got Jay the Dutchman, the uh, the other intern. He's here in the studio. No, I. You know what? Being silent 
Not saying any words for three months has definitely had an impact on me, but I'm not sure what exactly that is. Walking a thousand kilometers has an impact on you, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly what that is yet. I'm just trying to figure out, I'll answer your question in a second, but right now I'm just trying to figure out if whatever I'm feeling right now is just as a result of me ooh, having just come back. Like I've been back a month. Yeah. Stuff is starting to wear off. Right, so I, I well, it's like going to the Christian camp and you're high on Jesus for the first three or four weeks of school, and then you start to come down. And, mm. and you, you know, I know, I remember that when we got together just just after Christmas with Pam and 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 and, and you're with Bev, and you were trying to unpack some of this. I know that she said, you know, it's okay; it doesn't have to be a mountaintop like oh kind of experience. Yeah, yeah. And you may discover these little things, bits and pieces coming back. And no, here's what's happening: I'm very aware of the jerk jerkiness in me coming back hmm okay before i didn't even know it was really there now i can feel it coming back right so i'm i'm a lot more aware and i still have a choice to decide am i gonna just go back to the same pessimistic jerk i was or am i gonna allow a little joy and a little hope to start circulating in my life because i became a spiritual curmudgeon yeah i wanted to be so balanced spiritually to balance all the whack jobs out there that are floating high up in the clouds Mm -hmm. that i just became a jerk yeah (laughs) okay thanks no (laughs) yeah but you know the same token you know your your whole byline for the show is you know the messy life that we live that few of us acknowledge and i think you know, one of the strengths was your pessimism or your, you know, willingness yeah. to call, you know, something out when it needed to be called out. But by the same token, you know, you need to learn how to deal with life on a different level, for sure. So so the hardest part was was crying. Okay. Because you don't like the it? first month I cried every day. Really? So I, have, I have a picture. <laughs> Who does this? I was sitting in an abandoned church. Right. And I was writing. Okay. And I was sobbing. <laughs> and all these people and I walking looked around down, no, going... No, it was abandoned church. Okay. So there wasn't people walking around. I knew that. I was testing you. I was just... <laughs> Idiot. The nouns, the pronouns. So was... I'm looking, I look down on the ground, and there's a puddle <laughs> by my feet. <laughs> I took a picture of it. That's hilarious. And the uh, other thing that took me by surprise was my, my mommy issues. I didn't know I had so many mommy issues. You know, my mom died the same night my son was born, 28 years ago. And... Um, I started walking towards a city called Lyon, and that was my mom's name, Lyon. Oh, okay. So it really got me thinking about it, and then I'll, I just I just let that percolate, and that took me by surprise. Right. So, yeah, lots of – you know what the thing is? You're probably going to be unpacking this stuff for a long, long time, and you know, yeah. connections will start to be made between this and that. And I don't mean to compare it to my job, but, I mean, teaching can be like that, too. You have to scaffold things. You can't just dump things on everybody at once. You have to build up oh, little sca- pieces. Oh, I see. Scaffold Bits things. and pieces. So, huh. you know, otherwise you don't have a foundation and the, the connections are easy to make and right. it's easier to look back on stuff. So I, I'm excited to hear about all this. Well, we're going to get into a lot more of this at 2 o'clock okay. with uh, uh, one of the pilgrims I met along the way. Actually, she was the first pilgrim to to really kind of talk to me, to initiate conversation. Mm. Uh, what a neat lady. Absolutely a, a lovely human being. And then one of the last conversations I had was with a, a German guy, and we tore it up, man. And, and with conversations, I'm typing out everything, right? And, right. And then when they're talking, you know, I just have to let it – I don't know. I'll let them talk about the pauses in the conversation and what it was like talking to a guy who didn't talk. But anyway. It forces you to listen, that's for sure. And also joining us will be a a friend of mine from uh, the Orangeville area who was the first guy to kind of uh, help me practically prepare for the Camino. Oh, okay. Now, I want to share something with you. 
All right. A little tender moment before we go to commercial break. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Do I need tender moment music or? Um, no, I don't think so. No? No. This has its own music. Okay. Here's what we're going to go out with. I got really bored in this long, 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 long 38-kilometer uh, trail. Right. Is that one of the accidental long ones? No, or just no a, I did have some accidental no ones. ones. Yeah. This is, I was on the right road, but it was just really long and okay. really boring. And you're walking along, and all you hear is your feet in the gravel. That's right. all you hear, your feet in the gravel. And it was so long, I figured, okay, there's no one around. I'm going to do this. I'm walking along. I got wooden walking sticks tucked underneath my arm. Right. I've got the harmonica in one hand, the phone in the other hand, and I'm just trekking along, losing it on the harmonica. And breathing. I can in hear you breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, that's called the Gravel Road Bruise. Bruise. All right, folks, a short break on our show, and when we come back, it's the Pilgrim's Party Line with uh, the kids, I think. No, the old ones. Yeah, they start first. The old ones. There's one at the door. we got to go get them. we got to go to sleep early. (laughs) It's nap time soon. Enjoying your weekend so far? Give us a call. We'll give you something to complain about. 905-338-1250. Higher Ground Cafe in beautiful Bell Fountain. Come for the coffee. Stay for the nature. 